Hello friends, welcome back to part three of this, I guess what's become a fucking series of my relationship (laughs) and how we got to the dream engagement that I got to have on November 19th of this year with my dream man that just blows me out of the water every single day. And I know that I blow him out of the water because he tells me all the time and we have an incredible, incredible relationship that I want all of you guys to also be able to have. Everyone deserves this. Everyone deserves a healthy relationship. And I know all of you guys want your dream relationship. And there are people out there that want theirs too. So if you want yours, there are people out there that want theirs. You will find each other as long as you are in alignment. And part of being in alignment is definitely healing your shit. So remember that. All right. Part three, final part for now. There'll be a part four. I know sometime in the future with the next topic of the next season that happens in our relationship or the next relationship update, the proposal. Okay. So I'm going to dive straight into it. So I gave you guys kind of a sneak peek at the end of last episode on part two. So we, well, I thought we were going to this cabin. We booked this cabin months prior. We booked this cabin about, I don't know, a month or two months into our relationship. It was one of those Airbnb cabins where they sell out really far in advance. So you just book one for 10 months time and then you can cancel it, you know, closer to the date if you want to. So he said to me, do you, would you like to put this cabin together? And I remember at the time we were lying on my bed. I was like a bit all the day in New York. And I just thought to myself, wait, he thinks we're still going to be together at the end of November. Oh my God. Yes. I was so excited. I was like, yes, book a book, a book it. Um, so we booked it. And so I thought we were going to this cabin. I was really excited, I will say. And of course, there was a part of my brain that was like, I wonder if he'll propose this weekend. And I was like, I'd be really happy if he proposed in this like kind of shitty cabin. Like, it's kind of cool. It's cute. You know what I mean? Quirky. Of course, him really knowing me was like, I'm not proposing in that cabin. She would want something way more luxurious and X, Y, and Z. I really would have been happy with the cabin because I'm one of those, I think it's my rising Gemini. It's like, I want really grand or like, a dingy cabin and butt fuck nowhere kind of thing. In between doesn't work for me. It's like, give me it all or give me, like, give me everything or give me nothing. So, um, so a few days, uh, maybe like a week and a half prior to us going on this quote unquote cabin trip to Utah, I'd also never been to Utah. I told him that I was going to get my hair done or something next Friday. I just needed a haircut. And he was like, no, 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 you can't go next, like the next Friday or whatever it was. And I was like, why not? He's like, I'm taking you skiing. And I flipped my shit. I was screaming. I was so excited because it's really early in the season to go skiing. This is, and like talk about manifestation. For anyone that thinks manifestation is bullshit or is like a cult or something, it is absolutely not. And you should probably not listen to my store like my podcast if you think that because I can tell you right now it is not it's also physics um get this this is the first season in 85 years that they have had this much snow like I'm sorry the universe was like oh so-and-so and Monica need to get engaged this are getting engaged this weekend. Let's make it dump with snow because they need it. I like to say that. To, I like to, to tell myself that because I'm like, duh. <laughs> anyway, so I'd been freaking out for the weeks prior to this because there'd been so much snow in Utah. And all I wanted to do was go skiing. For those of you that know that I'm, for those of you that know me, I'm an avid skier. So is he, we met skiing. If you haven't listened to part one and part two, I don't know what you're doing. Please go back and listen to those episodes because you need that context for part three. Otherwise, you're probably going to be like, this was a ship, a ship proposal. So um, what was I going to say? So it was really smart. He told me a couple of weeks prior. If he told me a day prior, I'd be like, okay, he's proposing this weekend because it would have been too surprising. You know what I mean? 
But he acted really casual and he was like, yeah, whatever. I told you this. And I was like, you did not tell me this. He kept being like, I told you already. I'm like, you did not tell me. What was really smart was that, and maybe take hint, any men listening to this. What was really smart is that this whole trip, he'd made me think that I was involved in the decision-making. What time do you want to fly? When does your calendar, like when's your last client for the day? Blah, blah, blah. Um, When do you want to come home? X, Y, Z. So I thought we were just going to go skiing for the first. So basically what was happening was he was adding some ski, adding a day and a half of skiing on the front end of our already booked cabin trip. And then we would drive to the cabin afterwards. So I was down for that. I'm just quickly interrupting the episode for some very important information. If you guys haven't seen in your emails or on my Instagram story, I have created a New Year's Eve bundle that you will not want to miss. Every year, I continue to manifest more and more in the space of 12 months. And I truly believe it's because I set myself up for success each and every year. And I start that at the end of the year before I go into the new year. So in the New Year's Eve bundle, I'll be teaching you exactly what I do each December and January in terms of embodiment, energetics, and action so that you can be blown away by seriously your own life. So in the video, I'm not only teaching you all my secrets, I'm also taking you through a quantum manifestation practice that you can be doing on repeat to ensure that your body is at the vibrational frequency to not only attract what you want, but also to hold it. So in the bundle, you get... Number one, one audio track that is a high vibrational manifestation audio track that is only found in this New Year's Eve bundle. The second thing that you get is a journaling audio track, also very high vibrational, that is going to help you to take your journaling practice up a notch because we really want you to be feeling in your body as you are journaling. That audio track is going to help. Then you also have a call, a video that goes for about one hour. And we did this live on December 7th. So I love doing live calls and then having that replay available because there is so much energy in those live calls that you still get access to, even if you're watching the recording. So don't think that because you couldn't join live, it's not as powerful. It's still, it still is. Then the last thing that you get is also a really in-depth PDF. It's also really pretty that you will use to support yourself in your practice through December, January, and all through 2023. So the details for that are below and let's get back into the episode. So long story short, the week prior, he was acting kind of funny. And I actually, I will say this, I knew it was happening sometime in the next few months. He'd given me a lot of hints And he would like ask me questions, like kind of sus. And then he would really confuse me. So I, we're going to New York twice in December. So I thought he might've been doing it in New York. He would, he confused the fuck out of me. I was getting really annoyed actually by it. He changed my password on my Delta. He changed the password on like our Marriott thing. So I couldn't log in to see any bookings. He told me that he was fully in charge of the rest of our our travel plans for the rest of the year until my family got here and I wasn't allowed to ask him anything. I was like, oh my God, like talk about having to surrender. It was really fucking hard. I will say this. I never thought that it would be so hard to know that your proposal was coming up. I thought it would be like, oh my God, yay. It was horrendous. It was absolutely horrendous. It really was. Um, For those of you that just had it pop out of the blue, I'm kind of like, even if you think, oh, you wish you knew for like a couple months prior, so you're going to build it up, built it up. No, 
fucking great because it was just nerve wracking and made me so edgy and I did not like it. So that was happening kind of the week prior. So I knew something was going on, but he confused me so much during that week that I was like, okay, maybe it's happening this weekend, but maybe it's it's not because he's kind of making it sound like it's going to happen later in December or like in New York or something because he was way too chill about this weekend. When I was packing, for example, it was like, what to bring? Like, whatever, just like trackies, we're not doing anything. We're just hanging out in the cabin. So like, he's like, bring one nice outfit. Like, he's like, I'll bring one, like in case we go out for dinner or something. And actually I I know I was the one that said, should I bring a nice outfit? And he was like, yeah, I guess bring like one or something. So I was really underpacked where we were going, by the way. Um, he'd really organized a lot of the packing. He packed all of our ski equipment, blah, blah, blah. He just said, get it all in a pile and he'll put it in the suitcase. Again, it was like nothing fancy. He really didn't make a big deal about the weekend. He booked the plane tickets last minute, which is very him. So again, it wasn't like he'd booked the months prior and it was so organized because if it was so, if it was booked, he's very um, spontaneous like me, like book things last minute. If he booked things months prior, like the plane flights, it would have been weird to me. I was the one that was like, I need you to book these fucking flights because I don't want to miss out on a flight. Like, can you please book them? And so he booked them. It was really, really, really smart because he was monitoring the flights and everything, but he needed me to give him that push and kind of almost make me a little bit annoyed. So I really did not have any kind of ideas. Um, what was I going to say? What was I going to say? Um, also I mentioned this, I don't know where I mentioned this, maybe in part one, one of my team members knew it was happening. So she, it was really great actually, because she made sure that all my work for the Saturday, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday was done. And all my Instagram posts were done ahead of time, blah, blah, blah. So they could post Instagram posts in case I didn't have service. Cause I thought I wouldn't have service in the cabin. Um, and she also just made sure my kind of work was done. She knew. Now we had service, all right, because I'm about to tell you what happened. We had service, all right, but of course I didn't want to post. I wanted to be in my bubble and I wanted to be able to just be present and all that jazz. So we fly to Utah on the plane. He was kind of acting weird and like tilting his computer screen away from me. So I was kind of like, "Mm." but again, I was like, well, he wouldn't be booking something right now. Like that would be way too last minute kind of thing. Uh, actually, I actually don't even know what he was doing on his laptop. I never ended up asking, but I know it was, it was, I know for sh- I know he told me that it was something for the engagement, but I didn't know what exactly. Anyway, so we get to Utah and he always kind of gets the bags and then gets me to stay in the warmth and then goes and gets the rental car. Well, he pulls up in a huge white Range Rover and I'm like, okay, what is happening this weekend? But again, I'm not wanting to get ahead of myself because I didn't also want to be let down if it didn't happen this weekend. I really wanted to be able to enjoy myself because I knew it was going to be a fun weekend no matter what. And he knows that little Range Rover. So I also was like, he would have gotten a Range Rover if he saw one, regardless of whether he was proposing or not. I also want to say it's really easy to look back in hindsight right now and be like, oh, this, 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 this. But in the moment, you don't really think about it. So we drove up to the mountain. Oh yeah, everything was planned. He was like, you have to run into Whole Foods. We're going to quickly get a few things. You only need to get stuff for cooking. It's like two nights of dinner, two days of breakfast. Then we're driving to the cabin. We ended up, whatever, I'll tell in a little bit. So I get that. We drive up to the mountain. We get to this condo that he's booked. 
um, in Alta. We were skiing in Alta in Utah and Alta's not a town. So to get a condo is like really rare. There's literally like two condos there, but he somehow managed to get one of them. Um, and I didn't ask where we were staying. I just, I trusted him. I was really trying to not bug him too much because he said that he didn't want that for the next few months. And so I was honoring that and just trusting him. And also I didn't have work. So I was like, I don't really care where we stay. I'm just going to be off my phone and enjoying it anyway. Um, so we get there. It was great. We ski. Okay. So it's the next morning. So we wake up the next morning. I'm, I'm not really, I'm not being too sus about anything. Um, he's not acting that weird. And we're just taking our time in the morning, have a casual, having a casual day, blah, blah, blah. So yeah, he wasn't acting sus. Everything was normal that morning. We get ready. We go skiing, blah, blah, blah. So we're skiing. We're on a chair. We're having a great fucking time. The snow was absolutely incredible. It's a bluebird day, which basically bluebird day just means it's blue sky. Um, it's beautiful. The weather is fantastic. Not too cold. It's perfect. We're on a chairlift, us and fucking chairlifts. And he says, do you want to like go for like a sunset walk or something this afternoon? Maybe we can get some content for you or something. And I was like, I went on this whole content thing. I was like, yes. Oh my gosh. I need snow content, babe, because then I can get an audio that hasn't picked up too much for reels right now because it's early in like the winter season. Um, I don't want to be too late to the game. That would be great for engagement. Well, like whatever. Hilarious. So he's like, all right, we'll go on a sunset walk. We chill out for a bit more. We go, we like, we're skiing for the rest of the day. We get down to the bottom of the mountain around 3.30 and he's just dawdling. I'm freezing my tits off at this point, by the way. For some reason, I forgot to pack my electric boot warmers that like, it's like this remote that locks into the side of your boot that heats your boot up. I forgot to pack them. So I was freezing cold and we're sitting by the fire, which is not warm down the bottom. And he's like, oh, I want to buy an Alta shirt. I'm like, okay, whatever. And then he goes to like kind of walk to the store and then just turns around and come back. And I'm like, what are you doing? And he's on his phone. And I'm like, and he's like, oh, I don't really feel like it anymore. I'm like, since when, what, you don't feel like it? What the hell? Okay, whatever. So we get our skis and we go back up to quickly just get dressed, uh, get changed at the condo. He's like, keep your ski stuff on, just change your shoes. Let's just quickly go. Like, just be quick. Like, whatever, let's just go. We're going to lose the sun. He, he, he timed the whole thing perfectly. So I couldn't dawdle too much because of the timing of the sunset. So... Um, he was on his phone quite a bit. Turns out he was texting the photographer because she was trying to figure out a better walk because the first walk that he wanted to go on was like knee deep powder. So that wouldn't have worked. That's who he was texting. Anyway, so we quickly go back to the condo. I hope I'm not forgetting anything. I don't think so. We go back to the condo and because he was shooting quote unquote content, I just put a little bit of lipstick on and add some more curls to my hair and then just leave the house. I put my snowshoes on. And then leave the house. And oh, that's right. This is important. I was sitting down for a bit, um, tired as hell uh, from skiing, legs were sore. And he was like, Babe, do you want to go for a walk or do you just want to like chill in the hot tub? And I kind of looked at him for a second because I was a bit, what? And he's like, Actually, no, nah, let's go for a walk. Let's go for a walk. Then I'm getting ready and he's in the bathroom and he calls out, Oh, and his cousin, his cousin's name, Oh, cousin, whatever, says there's a track just near here. Let's just go to that one. His cousin lives in Utah. So because he said that, that was the game changer for me. Because he said that, I really thought it's not happening. He's just texted his cousin about where to walk. This is so last minute. It's not happening, which was the smartest thing. And he wasn't going to do that, but he did. Smartest thing he could have done. So I meet him in the car and he's packed the tripod so that we could get a, 
you know, a few couple reels if we needed to, if I wanted to, if it was vibey. We drive up to this, tra- the start of this trail and we start, we get, a- I'm about to get out of the car and he says, shit, I forgot to pack the adapter, the adapter for the tripod. The adapter just transfers from like our big camera to the iPhone. And I said, just don't worry about it. Let's go for a walk. So we start walking. It's beautiful, beautiful, like winter wonderland, pine trees either side, covered in snow. You're walking up through the center. The photographer is hiding in plain sight right directly in front of us, which was so smart because if I, I'm pretty like, I see things. So if she was hiding behind a tree, I would have been like, this is dead obvious now. She was hiding in plain sight. I thought that she was a landscape photographer taking pictures of the mountains because it was sunset and it was a beautiful day. And it was early in the season. It all makes sense. So we keep walking. Genius. He's taking some real content. You guys will probably end up seeing it. Uh, He's taking some real content of me as we're going up. It's beautiful. We're walking, just having a really nice time talking. And he just goes to text uh, to check with his mom that the dogs are okay because his mom's looking after the dogs at our house. Because, you know, you can't really travel with four dogs. Anyway, and he's a little bit behind me. He was texting the photographer to be like, okay, is that you? Like, you need to hurry up and get behind us. Anyway, so I'm a little bit in front of him and he grabs my hand from behind me and turns me around and he says, babe, there's something really important I need to tell you. And he does this sometimes randomly in the kitchen or something around the house. He'll just grab me and be like, babe, I have to tell you something so important. I'm like, okay. He's like, I fucking love you. And he will say that to me and I'll say it to him as well. So I wasn't, again, I'm still at this point, wasn't really thinking about anything. You know, I'm huffing and puffing up this wall because it's high altitude, freezing cold and going up a hill. So I really was like, we're about 20 minutes into this walk. This is a fucking walk. You know what I mean? He wasn't popping the question three minutes into it. So then he slowly starts to, and just for our own sake, I'm not going to say the rest of what he says. He starts to say all these beautiful things about me and about what I've brought into his life and our relationship and how dedicated he is. And then he slowly starts to get, and obviously at this point, I'm knowing what's about to happen. And my smile is huge. And I'm like, oh my God, and I start to tear up. Then when he starts to slowly get down on one knee, I drop to the floor and I am hysterically crying, full on bowling. I didn't realize I was crying so much, but afterwards he said, I was fully crying. He was like, what? He loved it. He loves when I cry. It's just like the vulnerability, authenticity. But he also was a bit like, uh, hello, like stop crying. <laughs> anyway, I was bawling my eyes out on the floor at like as an on the ground. And he's on one knee asking to spend the rest of, he said that he wants, he wants to spend the rest of his life with me and asked me to marry him. So I'm on the floor, hysterically crying on the ground, hysterically crying. He opens the ring box, obviously, and I just see the most gorgeous ring I've ever seen in my life. It is so me. It is so us. It's this beautiful blend of him and me, and it represents the snow and the pine trees and skiing, and it's just like everything about it is perfect. The diamond looks like snow. It's just, you know, when like it's a sunny day and the snow is glistening, that's what it looks like when you look at this diamond. It's beautiful. And then I have emerald as well, like the pine trees, and I wanted emerald. He wanted diamonds. So he blended the two together. He designed the ring. It's custom and everything. Um, And uh, the photographer's camera froze, which happens in the cold, FYI. It's a very, it's a risk that you take when you have photographers in the cold. I wasn't stressed about it. I didn't care at all. I was so in the moment. So we actually recreated the engagement and I cried the second time. He got to say even more of what he wanted to say because he was also tearing up the first time. And so he was kind of lost for words. There was tears welling up in his eyes, which I just loved seeing as well. And so we 
he then proposed a second time. And I said yes again, obviously. And then we got a bunch of amazing pictures and we had the best night. I cooked us a cozy dinner. We watched a terrible Christmas movie, the new you know the new like Christmas movie on Netflix with Lindsay Lohan? Horrendous, but great because it's so bad. We had obviously incredible sex and just spent the whole night together just being in the hot tub, looking at the ring, being like, oh my God, we're engaged. You're my fiance. I'm your fiance. He kept saying the word. I kept saying the word. We FaceTimed my family. They already knew. My uh, my best friend already one of my best friends already knew. My family already knew it was happening. His family knew it was happening. A few of his friends knew it was happening. Um, so we FaceTimed a few people and we just had an incredible night. The next day we went skiing, but that night he told me that we're not going to the cabin. Instead, we are going to the Amman Hotel in Utah. And I'm just for one night. And I'm like, oh my effing God, you guys need to look up the Amman Hotel. It's ridiculous. So we went there for a night. We skied for a day, went there the next day. I, I mean, it doesn't, the words don't do it, this place justice. Uh, if you are in the behind the scenes bubble, there is a ton of videos and pictures that are in there. If you were on my email list, you would have seen a ton of videos and a ton of pictures on the email because you have to look at this place and pictures. We had the most incredible time at this place. We just, we rested, we relaxed, we let it soak in. We came out from dinner one night and the whole room was covered in roses. There was a bubble bath drawn. I mean, the roses can look really tacky in hotel rooms sometimes. It looked so classy, so elegant. The food was absolutely incredible. The service was out of this world. We had the most beautiful seven-hour drive or six-hour drive to the hotel from where we were. And it was the most incredible drive. It went by so quickly. We were talking. We listened to a bunch of episode, like podcast episodes, and we stopped by a bunch of the different rocks, rock formations in Utah that I hadn't seen as well, and that he hadn't hadn't seen. He'd seen one of them that he wanted to show me, and then the others he hadn't seen. Uh, one of the others, like Horseshoe, one he hadn't seen before. So we went and saw them, and it was just the most incredible, incredible weekend of my life. We didn't want to leave it. We really didn't. So. That's the proposal story. Um, I, as you guys know, I kept it like kind of a secret, I guess, for about a week from social media, just to let us soak it in for the respect of close friends and family on his side and my side, so that they all found out it was Thanksgiving week as well. So we wanted everybody at his Thanksgiving to also know and see and blah blah blah. Um, and a lot of them hadn't met me yet, so we wanted that to occur before Instagram took away the news from everybody. And uh, I really wanted to just soak it in for us. I didn't want to get lost in the frenzy of all the external input coming in of the congratulations. I really wanted to let it sink in. So that's also why I know a lot of people, they'll do like a surprise engagement parties and spend time with friends and family like right after the proposal. I made that clear to him. So he knew that I didn't want that. That was the last thing that I wanted. I really wanted an intimate time, an intimate moment. He couldn't have done a more perfect job. It was why it was so perfect for me was that it was so casual and it was authentic and it was in the moment of just us having an us moment. I didn't want people around. I didn't want it in a busy situation. I really wanted it in a space where we could soak it in and it just felt like us. And obviously the snow is the best place because our whole relationship essentially has been centered around the snow. I am my happiest in the snow. He is too. We met in the snow. We met skiing. And 
frankly, for there to be that much snow this early in the season, I was just shocked. I really was like, did we manifest this? Because it's was pretty incredible to say the least. So the pictures are in the behind the scenes bubble. There will be some posted on my Instagram stories that you would have already seen. And my email list, if you're on my email list, you would also have seen a bunch as well from the ones that I've posted. I'm still not sharing his face. I'm still keeping that private. Like I shared for the reasons I shared in part one of this little series. Um, But is there anything that I'm missing? I think the most important thing that I really wanted to get across was that one, it's so interesting how we hype up a proposal as maybe a woman, this is a woman thing, maybe we hype up a proposal of it's this long thing. It's going to feel like, you know, it's going to be this massive moment. It goes away by, it goes away in a second. It is so important that you soak that fucking second in, soak it in. I did. I'm really glad I did because I knew that was going to happen. I'm aware of these moments. I'm aware of these things and how they work. I soaked it in. In fact, that night I made him get down on his knee again in the condo because I needed to soak in that image and I wanted to be able to refeel that moment of him getting down on his knee. The next day we actually walked back up to the spot so that I could see the space again to let it soak in and so that he could see the space again to let it soak in. And we had the photographer there. Now, in the actual moment, she couldn't she, she couldn't take pictures because her camera froze, but she was able to take kind of a video. It was really far away, but I actually love it. She took a bunch of videos and blurry photos on her phone. Even though she was really far away, what I love about it is that it was so authentic. It was just a video in that moment. And I think a lot of people can get very lost in these perfect proposals that needs to be Instagram friendly and for the content. And that's got to be a video and a photographer and all these kind of things. And I think that can take away from the charm of it sometimes because people get obsessed with how it looks or what are the pictures like or whatever, instead of that moment with your person, because all that matters is you two in that moment. Friends, I know you're going to hate me for interrupting the episode, but I have to quickly remind you that if you bought the embodiment of dating when it was open this year in November and you didn't get the VIP option, but you're feeling like maybe you should have, we start the VIP component of the container at the end of Jan and you get so much more than just that masterclass. There are a bunch of extra lessons and you get three months of my support in the Telegram group. I drop in a whole pile of different teachings on different topics, which you can read about on the website page. And then I also give you that one-on-one with me. Plus you can be dropping in as many questions, problems, situations as voice messages or text messages that you need help with. And you're going to learn from the other women in the group. This is something that I wish I had in all of my times of dating, even in the beginning of dating my fiance, I wish that I had this because it would have just taken some of that stress and anxiety and fatigue off my shoulders that everybody experiences with the beginning of dating. Having someone that actually knows what they're talking about, not just your best friend, Sally, who kind of gives you shit advice is really priceless, especially when you are wanting to call in your dream relationship and or make your relationship or your dating experience 10 times better than what it is. Because the reality is that most of us could really improve our relationships. If you know you need this, 
remember that your relationship is priceless. Your happiness in your relationship and as an individual is priceless. So to upgrade to the VIP option, if you already have the masterclass, just shoot us an email. If you don't have the masterclass and you would like to get that and the VIP option, then you can also shoot us an email or use the link below that will only be valid until the end of January when we start to grab your space as a VIP person in the embodiment of dating. And of course he was, he wanted to make sure there was a photographer there so that I could get content, which I love. And he also knew that I didn't need it. I'm not, I wasn't getting those photos for the content. Yes, I will use some of them. I'm sure because I want to share that with you guys so that you can also learn from what I took away from that moment and not sharing it because I need to share my engagement. I'm sharing it for a purpose, not because I need to splash my engagement everywhere because that's really not the case. In fact, it's kind of the opposite. My first engagement announcement was super subtle, super subtle. And then second one was more obvious. Um, but yeah, that's the story. We had the most incredible weekend. And like I shared in part two, like in part, if you listen to part two, I've kind of shared a little bit, a little bit about wedding plans and the timeline of everything versus the timeline of society. And I think that's everything that I wanted to share. So moral of the story of all of this is your dream person exists. Don't settle for less. And time is an illusion. Time is seriously an illusion. Your life could change before, like in a, in literally the blink of an eye. My life changed when I got on that chairlift. So did his. His life changed actually more than mine, I would say. Um, so yeah, just know that your life can change so quickly. Soak in every moment that you have right now because you may not have that moment again. Soak in being single right now because you may not have it again. Soak in every single moment that you have because your life could change so quickly, especially when you are heavily in alignment and you've done so much healing work. I, I moved so quickly through my years. It feels like, you know, compared to the quote unquote average person, what I do in a year or achieve in a year is what most people will achieve in five. And it's not because I'm better than them or they're worse. That's not any, not, no. The reason why is because I don't have things holding me back. I go, I go, I know what I want. I get it. I don't have things holding me back. So many people keep themselves held back because they're afraid. They're afraid of investing in themselves. They're afraid of what their life could look like. It is easier to stay in your comfort zone than to leap. It's easier to stay single than be in a relationship. It's easier to stay boyfriend and girlfriend than be engaged because that's a whole new chapter. And what comes with that? What pressures, blah, blah, blah. What fears come up? Those things will keep you stuck. They really, really, really will. And I, it sounds simple, but I really attest to being able to cultivate this relationship, manifest this relationship had this quick timeline with this relationship quick in terms of, you know, societal norms because of the work that I've done. I really do attest it to that. So I will say that I said this in the last episode, and I've got a few more things I want to say after this that are on my notes. I want to make sure I said it everything. The masterclass that I'm going to do sometime next year about how I manifested him, the wait list is below for that. This will be separate to MMM, MMM level two. So that way you guys can just buy this if you can't also buy magic money and manifestation level two, but obviously it's all complimentary. So if you can, if you can get both, definitely get both. 
Um, and other things that I also mentioned is that there has been a lot that we've gone through in a short period of time. We've moved cities and states. We've, you know, bought a house. I've got all my stuff ruined. I've gotten, have to get lawyers for getting all my things ruined from like the movers from New York to Atlanta. I've had new family, new friends, a new city that I've moved to. We both work from home. There's been so many things that we have both moved through in this year. And that's not even a year, 10 months. There's been so much that we have moved through. Like quantum leaping is fucking real. It absolutely is real, especially when you are so heavily in alignment. And there's been a lot of lessons. I don't want to deny it. There's been a lot of lessons. You know, like relationships are not just perfect. They're a dance. Sometimes you have to shut your mouth because what you want to say isn't going to be helpful. And they have to do the same. They get triggered, frustrated, and relationship. And and they get frustrated in their relationship. You sometimes get triggered and frustrated in their relationship. Relationships can be frustrating sometimes and also the best thing ever. The best thing ever. I've learned so much about myself. I've learned to be more productive with my time, how to share my time with him. I've, I've been able to get a whole other friendship circle and a whole new family, right? And I've also had less time to myself, less time in my business than ever before and two more dogs. And I've learned how to dance with all of those things. I'm still doing, my business is still on a massive upward spiral. My health is still great. My Everything is still growing and up-leveling and expanding, even though I've had less time, more things on my plate, X, Y, and Z. You learn how to do it all. It's it's balance. It's alignment. It's it's being productive and it's serious self-awareness. It's knowing yourself so well. The more that you know yourself, the easier life becomes, seriously. Um, other things that have been definitely been a pro is – sharing household duties. Like I never have to take the trash out again. I hate doing, I can't believe I just said trash. Oh my God. Rubbish. I hate doing the rubbish. And so I love being able to share household duties and doing the things that I prefer doing and him doing the things that I don't like doing. I love having obviously a man around. There's so many beautiful things about those relate about relationships and about being with someone. I love that I get to travel somebody else with somebody else. And there's pros and cons to that, right? There's pros to traveling with someone else. And there's also pros to being alone when you're traveling. I love him organizing everything. He's great with organizing plans and trips and all that kind of stuff. I hate when we are both tired and get edgy, you know, that's a, that's a negative side of traveling. It's great traveling with him. And then the flip side is that when you're traveling by yourself, you're not getting edgy about somebody else that's right next to you because you're both tired. You're by yourself. So there's pros and cons to everything. And the pros weigh out the cons every single time. Absolutely every single time. There's no perfect ideal. I don't think there's any perfect ideal way to live life. I don't think that being single is better than being in a relationship. I don't think being in a relationship is better than being single. Every single thing has its pros and cons. It's the way that you look at it. It's a hundred percent the way that you look at it. And also being in a healthy relationship, I'm sorry, is the best thing in the fucking world. It really is. We as humans are made for connection. I loved being single. I absolutely love being single and there is great pros to being single. And I think it's really important that everybody is single for a period of time in their life to figure themselves out and to know themselves. Know yourself. You will know yourself the best when you are single. And being in a healthy relationship is incredible. If you are in a relationship where you don't feel like you have 
freedom, that's not a healthy relationship. So this, I mean, this topic I could go on forever and ever and ever, but the last thing that I want to wrap up with is this is the most love that I have ever, ever felt in my life. I said this before in one of the other parts of the series that very often we will actually be like, oh my God, this is so frustrating how much we love each other. We'll like fucking scream at each other because we love each other so much that it is overwhelming. It is, it sidetracks us. It is fucking annoying sometimes how much we love each other. That is what I want for all of you. I seriously mean that. I want that for all of you. It is all consuming and it is fucking world rocking. Don't settle. Seriously, do not settle. And can you take a look in the mirror and be really honest with yourself about where you are possibly holding yourself back from having a better relationship than you currently have from manifesting more in your current relationship or where are you holding yourself back from calling in that dream relationship from holding that dream relationship that's a hard thing to do to look at ourselves but it's the best thing that you will ever do that is the fastest way to manifest to grow to quantum leap to up level is to do you to work on you to grow yourself seriously 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 wow, that's the end of the series. I think I've mentioned everything. I just really want to preface to you guys that over these 10 months of being together and now being engaged, we have gone through a lot of changes. It hasn't all been smooth sailing. Of course not. That's, it's just no one's perfect. There's been moments, there's been tips. There's never been any moments of doubt. I will say that. There has of course been tips. There's been, you know, there's been fights. There's been moments where I'm like, fuck, I wish I did not say that because I was tired and edgy or he was tired and really edgy. And in all of that, there's been so much learning and so much love and so much gratitude for having this and a lot of dedication, dedication to the relationship, devotion to the relationship, because I want it to I want it to work long-term. I want this. It doesn't mean it's always easy. Of course not. Relationships aren't always easy. Relationships can be really hard. And knowing that you want a relationship, that you as a human thrive with relationships because every human does, right? We live in a very lonely society these days. Very, very lonely. In fact, loneliness causes a lot of disease. Not joking with that one. Literally, if you Google how loneliness causes disease, PubMed, you'd find a million and one things. So it is really important to remember and admit to ourselves that we do need relationships. It's easier to just run, but long-term it isn't because that causes you more pain long-term because of the loneliness. So maybe you're going through a lot in your relationship. Maybe you're going through a lot of changes in your relationship and you're feeling like, oh my God, will this ever end? I get you, I get you, I get you, I get you. It absolutely will pass. And this is why I also created Embodiment of Dating VIP because I'm there. Send me a voice message in our group chat or a text in our group chat and or on our one-on-one and I'll walk you through it all. I'll tell you the things to communicate, what to say. I will give you prompts that will help you to self-reflect, all those kind of things. There are so many resources that you guys can jump into for more on this topic, for help, support, for learning, for opportunities to be able to step into this situation for yourself. So if you're not sure what's best, just check out, just um, email support at Monarchy Health. 
com and I'll direct you to the best places. The things to start looking at is obviously one-on-one, Queen Alchemy, Be Love and Not a Mother, Embodying the Dating VIP. And then next year, there will be a new uh, a new program coming out called Her, which is for every single woman in any kind of leadershipy role. If you are a career woman, you have a career, you should join Her 100%. Um, because there's going to be a whole module about balancing that, you know, leadership component and being in that boss mode with also your relationship. So that's going to be really important for a lot of you. And then also there's going to be the masterclass on how I manifested my man. So bottom line is just make sure you're on my email list because that's where you're going to get everything all the time. Email, I'm sorry, Instagram is unreliable. Email is not. We don't spam you. I'm sending out so much so many helpful emails every week. You will get more information and more juice from my emails than just my Instagram. So make sure you follow me on my Instagram stories. Of course, of course, that's where you're going to get the most, you know, real-time information. And emails are also where it's at. It's always been where it's at. It always will be where it's at. So if you want to join my email list, you can also click on the link below to do so. And I hope that you guys enjoyed this series. Make sure that you leave a written review if you haven't already. They're much appreciated. And I will see you guys in the next episode.